Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, in which we revisit a nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. There is no doubt that meditation is good for body and mind, but a lot of people struggle with it. They don't necessarily think they're doing it right or just can't turn it into a habit. But it is undoubtedly a hugely valuable habit to develop and the research on the benefits is vast. And here to talk about these simple hows of mindfulness meditation is Headspace founder and former Buddhist monk, Andy Puddicombe. So let's talk quickly about like what a meditation session, if you like, looks like for people who, who aren't familiar. So yeah. I'll sit down and, as I mentioned, I did this course, so I'll either listen to a body scan or, but now increasing, I'm just following my breath. So yeah. I'll just have my attention down in my belly, follow yeah. the breath. And invariably, in ne- like split seconds, off I go into thinking about something that's happened or whatever. For sure. And I know that my inclination can be I'm not doing it right. I yes. can still have that pattern, <laughs> yep. you know? Yeah, it's that, a strong pattern. Yeah, but it's not true, though. It's definitely it. not true. There is no good or bad meditation. Uh, there is simply sort of we have our attention or we've lost our attention. And over time, to begin with, we lose our attention all the time. And then kind of, yeah, over time, we we start to, to be able to kind of focus a, a little more. Um, but I think it's, yeah, it's natural to, to experience that. There's a few things you can do just to make it easier. So the first thing is not to immediately focus on the breath. So that's a bit like kind of getting on a treadmill and going straight to kind of 10 miles an hour. Like start off slow. Start off just settling in, just giving yourself even a few minutes if you have the time just to get comfortable, notice the sounds around you, notice how the body's feeling. All of this is sort of bringing the body and mind back together. So generally speaking, the body sat down, but our mind's thinking about something else. We're walking down the street, the mind's thinking about something else. So by doing this, we allow the body and mind to reconnect. 
so that when we finally do focus on the breath, it's that, that little, you know, it's, it's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to begin with, the mind's going to wander a lot and that's okay. Our only job is not to worry or to think about how much our mind is wandering, whether that's a good thing, a bad thing, whether we're doing a good job or a bad job. Our only job is to realize when it's wandered and in that moment to let go of it and to bring our attention back to our object of focus. And each time we do that, that's a win. That's a win. Right. All day long, okay. yeah, and that is training the mind. It's like a little puppy dog. To be, to begin with, yeah. it's kind of just racing around all over, and over time, it learns to sit and it learns to sit until eventually, the puppy dog is happy just to lie down there and rest in front of us. Is that what your mind's like—a lying puppy dog, <laughs> like a little fluffy puppy dog? <laughs> How different were you when you came back, or at this point, say when you had set up Headspace? How different yeah. different was the internal working, say, of your mind to when you left? Yeah. From when I left the monastery. No, from so when you left sports science, how, what was the, how <sighs> different was with the two? Yeah, I can't. I don't know if I could even compare really? the two. And I, it wasn't that I was necessarily a, a different person. I think that's one really interesting thing. I think a lot of people think that you have to become a different kind of person. Some people are even scared that they might become a different kind of person. When I go back to like where I grew up and stuff, my mates are still my mates, and we talk amongst each other in the same way that we talked back then. I think what's changed is my perception of the world around me and the experience. So it's not that meditation has changed the things that happen in my life. It's changed my perception of all of those things. Okay. And what about the stuff that's going on between your ears? Like, is it an oasis of calm or do you still have those, say, angry or frustrated or scared thoughts passing through your thought stream? I have two very young children, so I have all of those things going on, you know. Like, look, I think it's um, it's interesting, you know. I perhaps begin so before I kind of went off to on on that journey, I might have thought that meditation was about banishing kind of all of those things, emotions and thoughts from my mind. And over time, being on that journey, I've started to understand that actually it's more about recognizing that as human beings, it's natural to experience those things. It's just when we give them a lot of attention they tend to take over and we waste a lot of energy kind of caught up in that stuff so i think the difference is that yes i still experience those things but they tend not to bother me so much when they happen and they tend not to stick around nearly as long as they they might have done once upon a time what i noticed is that rather than thinking that you're going to empty your mind it's more observing how your mind works and i think is that that's quite a common misconception would you say it's a huge misconception i think it's it's one of the reasons many people don't even try meditation they're worried that they won't ever be able to stop the thoughts Mm. and the way it was explained to me and we've even kind of made these into animations and things on on the app and on the website is it's a little bit like sitting on the side of side of a road and the cars going past there, the, the thoughts and the mind. And normally how we are in our life, we're out in the road, we're running around, we're chasing after the cars we like the look of, we're trying to stop the cars we don't like the look of, and expending a huge amount of energy in trying to kind of control the traffic on the road, the thoughts in our mind. And meditation isn't about clearing the road. It's a road. It was built for traffic. So sometimes there will be traffic on the road. It's more about stepping out of the road and getting comfortable sitting on the side of the road. And as we do that and as we learn not to be involved in the thinking, for most people, the amount of traffic on the road tends to decrease. 
things calm down a little bit and we no longer kind of chase after the exciting thoughts. We no longer resist the difficult and challenging thoughts and we find a place, I guess you could call peace of mind. Understanding, I suppose, as well, that, that those thoughts are not us. Is that is that true as well? Yeah, I think most of us live our lives thinking that we are our thoughts. I think the more we meditate, the more we start to see that actually there's some space in stepping back. It's kind of... If we could control our thoughts, we would have done that a long time ago and we would have peace of mind. And all of a sudden, when you witness your mind from a place of awareness, you see that, wow, actually, these thoughts, they just kind of come and go. And if we don't pay them a huge amount of attention, then actually they the important thing is they don't just come, they do go as well. Mm. There's an impermanent kind of nature to them, a fleeting nature to them. So settling into that, getting comfortable with this idea that actually we can find peace of mind in being less involved in our thoughts yeah. is, is central to mindfulness. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Life Lessons podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, please feel free to do so via my website, simonmundy.com. 